0: Hurt. you're listening to the taylor swift fan club podcast the podcast about all the things that matter and a lot of things that don't with me tim burden and me michael pattinson Hey Michael, welcome back. Welcome back, Tim. How are you doing? I'm good. In fact, I'm I'm amazing. I'm, I'll tell you all about why I'm so good uh, in a few moments' time. When maybe when we get to brag Corner. Fantastic. Uh, yes, yes. Having a really good day. How
1: about you? Yeah, it's been I've had a nice. I've had a nice time. I'm going to cover that in brag Corner as well. I think. Good. I think it. Okay. I think it'd be good.
0: Ready to go on another bike ride? Definitely, hundred percent. What do you want to ride today?
1: Um, I, do you know what? I think what I'd like to ride today is something I saw somebody riding to the shops yesterday. Okay. Which is a tricycle. And I've never ridden a tricycle and it looked like quite good fun. So that's what I'm going to choose today. I'm going to choose a tricycle.
0: Can I ride one as well? Yeah. In fact, I've got an idea. Go on. The only time I have ridden a tricycle before when I w- was when I was sat on the back of my good friend's tandem tricycle. Wow, okay. Shall I ask him if we can borrow it? Yes, please. Yeah, and we can go for a tandem trike ride. That'd be great.
1: How do we choose who goes on the front and who goes on the back?
0: Um, well, we could take it in turns, couldn't we? Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. Do
1: I get this person's trike card like a little basket in the back? Can I sit in that for a bit as well?
0: no. No, you oh, can oh. No, no, because then I'll have to do all the work. So uh, You've yeah. seen through that.
1: Well, but if we, if, what about if there was a big hill? Can I sit in it to go down the big
0: hill? No, oh, to go down the big hill, yeah. yeah. So I thought you meant to go up the big hill. No, that down the big even, hill. Even worse, yes, yes, you can. So that's um, settled. Yeah, it's settled. The, the person that we're borrowing it from, will get him on the pod at some point, Yeah, because he used to be the world record holder, the literal world record holder on a tandem trike him and a mate, on a tandem trike for the 24-hour time trial.
1: Wow. Can you remember how far
0: they went? They went, I'm just looking this up now, and they went 428.9 miles in 24 hours. That's that's like legit astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: 400, uh, 428 miles. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's quite a long way. It's a long way, yeah. What I found when I was riding with him on the tandem trike was you go really fast, actually. Yeah, once you get going and you're on the flat, uh, then you do pick up a fair bit of speed. You go properly slow on the, if you're going uphill, but yeah, on the flat. And presumably quite slow going around corners. Yeah, that was a little bit scary. I, I can't remember what the technique was. You either definitely did lean or you definitely didn't lean. <laughs> I Can't remember which one. So that's super helpful. I've got yeah. an idea. First corner, which should we try first? <laughs> let's try. Let's try leaning first. What's, what's the worst that can happen? Which way would you lean? Um, in. Okay.
1: So first corner. corner, we will try leaning into the, into the corner. That's yeah. great. Okay. So that feels sortled,
0: Yeah. It does feel sortled
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did I just say sorted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so glad that's sorted. Now we've got that sorted, uh, we yeah. ought to get warmed up. Yeah, good you idea. You got a quiz. I do
1: have a quiz. Um, so I've I've got a very exciting quiz for you, Tim. And because uh, you know, podcast is an audio medium. Yes. I thought we'd have an an audio quiz that right. the people at home can also join in. Okay. So I'm going to turn my video off. But I have three bike wheels. Right, I have an well, eight-speed. We're on a tandem speed. trike, after all. It, it, yes, good point. Um, however, all three wheels on a tandem trike <laughs> are a different number of gears. Okay, so I have an, an right. eight-speed, a ten-speed, yeah. and an eleven-speed. Okay, and I'm going to I'm going to make them make a noise, and then based on those noises, you have to guess whether it's the eight. Ten or eleven, and then you okay. have to put them in order. Does that make right. sense?
0: Yes, it does.
1: Because I know I'm really good at explaining these quizzes in a way that's dead simple. Uh huh. But I think that makes sense. So I'm going to turn. I'm going to stop my video. Okay. And I'm going to go. And, I'm going to go and rattle about and, and and grab a wheel. Okay. So this is the first wheel. Are you, re- are you ready? Yep. You tell me if you can hear it as well.
0: Again, first wheel. Get that? No, couldn't hear it at all.
1: Could you really not hear it? No. What, no?
0: <laughs> no. Could you really, really not hear it? No, I couldn't. <laughs> this is rubbish. <laughs> try it again, hold it right close to the microphone. Yeah, hang on, here we go, you ready? Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: it's not making any noise. <laughs> can, you not, can you really not hear that? No, <laughs> it's really loud.
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on, let me try a different... This is great content. <laughs>
0: Hi listeners, Tim here, back from the future to try and explain what on earth is going on here. When MP was spinning the bike wheel, I genuinely couldn't hear it. And that's because when we record the podcast, we talk to each other over Zoom. And Zoom kind of filters out anything that isn't human voices. So I really couldn't hear him, which meant that this audio quiz uh, was, I guess, a kind of a little bit of a disaster. Anyway... Back to the quiz. I hope you enjoy the rest of it. Bye. You really not hear it? I can't hear it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sh- sh- should we not do that quiz?
0: Try it with one of the other wheels and see if it makes a difference.
1: Uh, okay, look, I'm going to turn the video off again. Hang on. Okay. Okay, right. So... The next one, you got to tell him which one this is. Okay. Can you still not hear that? Still can't hear it. No. Okay. Okay. Good. So that's the second one. Right. So the third one. The... Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> this one's even quieter.
0: Right, I'm gonna make a guess. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> my options were eight speed, ten speed, and eleven speed.
1: That's right. Yes,
0: I'm gonna guess it in that order. I think okay. the eight speed was first, then the ten, then the eleven.
1: So I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go in this order. I'm gonna show you them now. Okay. So this was the first one.
0: Okay. Yeah, making no sound at all,
1: Yeah, Ten speed. Uh,
0: so that's, okay. uh-uh. I can't believe I didn't get that. Second one. <laughs> Eleven speed. Also no sound. Also no sound. Uh-uh. And the third one was... They're all very shiny. Yeah. Yeah, also, yeah.
1: Eight speed. Okay, so... Tim, for three bonus points, I want you to, to So, what brand was the first one?
0: Um, it looked like they were all Campag. We correct! Yeah. <laughs> which I probably could have got, even with the camera off. <laughs> so, that,
1: so that means in the most successful quiz to date, you scored naught points on the official round, yep. which, to be honest, I don't blame you, because if you couldn't hear them, how would you know <laughs> And you scored three points on the bonus round. So, so well done. Well done me. That's, that's three points. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so should we not do audio ones ever again? Or do you think
0: that we just need to do louder audio ones? Um, I think we'll reflect on this. We'll see what response we get from the listeners of the Taylor Swift Fan Club podcast. Um, So tell us what you think. Um, You can... Drop us an email info at Taylorswift what is that what's our email address tzfc.co.uk that's correct I yes. think um, or on Twitter at Taylorswift FC uh, let us know what you think I, th- I think we know what people think People are going to say <laughs> that is the best
1: freewheel audio podcast quiz we have ever heard yeah that's what they're going to say um, should we mo- should we move on quickly before before you lose the will to live?
0: I'm, I'm warmed up, so let's get cracking. How are you finding this trike? It, it's, uh, it's faster than I expected. It is quick, isn't it? Yeah. The thing which took me by surprise the first time I rode it was it's a bit like riding a fixie in that you have to... Keep going when yeah. the other person is keeping going, because if, if you stop pedaling, and particularly if you're clipped in, then, um, then well you don't have the option to stop pedaling.
1: That's true. Yeah. You, and you haven't noticed I've been slacking off either. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'm quite strong. Good point. Good point. That's fair enough. You, you want the wind beneath my wings.
0: <laughs> right. Vent.
1: Yeah. What have you
0: got to vent about?
1: Uh, I think this one's quite a big one, Tim. Okay. Uh, this morning, I was a bit tired this morning, but mm-hmm. I got up anyway to do Fun Day Friday Vault. which yeah. I always like Fun Day Friday Vault. And uh, halfway through, my gear stopped working.
0: Oh. Hey. Vault, just for the benefit of anyone who isn't a Zwifter, Vault is one of our morning rides, Team 3R, that we both belong to. And yep. it's a group workout session, basically, isn't it? Yes. And Friday is always, as you say, more of a fun session. So games to play and quizzes to to do and that kind of thing. Correct. It,
1: it's sort of similar in theme to our Twitch Wednesday sessions, yes. which always have some kind of fun element. But Fridays yeah. are pretty fun, yeah. Yeah. But I don't imagine it was fun when your gear stopped working. Tell no. us more. Uh, they just stopped working. And they stopped working in 10, which meant that I was neither... It's twenty-two gears on the bike, okay. which meant I was neither fast enough to stay up st- to stay up. So I thought, what I'll do is I'll do a restart. That always fixes everything. Mm-hmm. And now it's stuck in six. Oh, um, which is because this is worse. a smart bike, isn't it? You're not on a turbo a trainer, a proper no. smart bike. Yeah. Smart bike. That's, it's, it's good. So I rang said smart bike bike manufacturer, who were very good, by the way. But because mm-hmm. it's out of warranty, I've had to buy a new bit. Oh, so I think think i might be taking a new smart bike out of the fungible cupboard out of the ebay cupboard right so i'm gonna have a rummage around later to see if there's a like a um but there's there's another smart bike in the ebay
0: cupboard because i might go and grab that out yeah no that sounds like a good idea that's quite a thing to go wrong and things being out of warranty i can relate to the to that vent as well it's the angst
1: but no, it's yeah. been good. I don't, it's been really good so far. I've enjoyed it. Um, but I think it might be time. I'm going to fix it, obviously. But I think it might mm. be time to go to... A, but into the eBay cupboard, I think it might be time to go into. Sure, sure. What about you, Tim? Have you had any like, had any events this... which Because which, I've gone first. You've got the opportunity to make me look petty and stupid now.
0: Well, I had a thing that broke. And... I think when I explain what it is, I'm sure you'll agree that it was far more significant than a whole smart bike. I managed to snap off, to shear off, one of the bolts holding the bottle cage onto my bike. Oh no. This was about an hour or 45 minutes before I was due to go away on holiday on said bike. Double oh no. And I just had this thought of... Do you know what? I think I'm going to change out the the pump that I normally have on this bike for a different one. So I'm going to unscrew the bottle cage and fit a different pump, which has got its own little pump holder that fits in underneath the bottle cage. I don't think I've changed those bottle cages since I bought the bike about five years ago. And I seem to remember that the person in the shop fitted them for me. Now, what would you always do when fitting new bottle cages or other little bolts to your bike? You'd grease your bolts. Grease your bolts, wouldn't you? Which, which
1: is a top. I, I would say, if listeners have listened to the whole of every all every episode of the Tellers with Fan Club, if you take nothing away from it, always grease your bolts.
0: Always grease your bolts. The first bolt I was able to unscrew. However, I should have learnt from the fact that that despite the fact it was turning, it was turning extremely stubbornly and clearly hadn't been greased. The second bolt, as soon as I turned it, it just snapped off. Um, So again, 45 minutes before due to leave to go on holiday, um, I tried to drill the bolt out. Uh, It didn't work. And um, so I gave up and I just wrapped lots of electrical tape around my uh, bike to cover the hole up. And that's how it currently is. So, yeah. That's
1: a bit of a vent. Although, that must mean that you're incredibly strong.
0: Yeah, I am quite strong. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So that's that's something to at least be take out of it, <laughs> take out of the experience. You can put yes. that on your CV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bolt Cheerer. Yeah. Alan's yeah. brother. Alan's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that links us nicely onto Bragg's.
0: It does, it does, um, because I've had such a nice time the last few days. I did say on the previous pod I was uh, due to be going on holiday, so I've literally just got back this morning from the Netherlands. So uh, a few days ago, we uh, we cycled to the train station, got the train um, over to Newcastle, then, um, then got the metro. Hadn't taken my bike on the metro before, but got the metro over to where the ferry is, got on the ferry overnight went on a little bike ride the next day stayed overnight somewhere little bike ride back again to get the ferry came home and i just had such a nice time that sounds lovely that sounds really lovely and i'd been there before been to the netherlands before and i knew what it was like bike wise but i think i'd forgotten just quite how amazing it is to ride a bike over there, and I know that we've got people who listen from the Netherlands, and they'll just be like, nah, "Yeah, no, that's just what things are like, isn't it?" I the difference is just extraordinary between the UK and the Netherlands in terms of cycling infrastructure, attitudes to bike riding, participation. It's. Uh, I, The conversation that we had with Dave Walker on the previous Mm. podcast and his book from A to B, all of the things that he was writing about in his book are basically how things are over there. Yeah. And all of the the impression I get is that all of the positives that he says we could have in this country, you see there in terms of health and in terms of people being able to get around and... And all the different ways in which bikes can be accessible that people over here don't necessarily think that they could be. Mm. So, uh, you know, within an hour of being there, I've seen elderly people riding their bikes. I've seen like glamorous people going to work with their hair and makeup all done, going, you know, and their nice clothes on their bike. And um, one of the things that I thought was the most brilliant was that I saw two people in a, a tandem. Um, but they're they're riding side by side, so it wasn't a one in front of the other kind of tandem running side by side. And it was probably a trike actually, um, in fact I'm sure it would have been. And it was electric. I saw motor a uh, motor and batteries going on. Um, but it was very obvious that one of the people on this uh, tandem had uh, some sort of disability. I think like a learning disability, and it's the sort of thing where it. In the UK, people might sort of use this as, as an excuse. They might say, oh, well, it's all very well for you kind of privileged, able-bodied type people to go on about how great bikes are. Whereas th- there was this uh, this brilliant example of how that doesn't need to be a barrier. And that was fantastic. I saw a woman riding along with her li- little, little baby <laughs> on the front of her bike, um, which I, I would never um, see over here. And... It, it gave me a lot of help, hope, but it also made me feel a little bit sad about how um, how we're how we're so far behind. But it also made me wonder how have they managed to get it so right? I, I've been having a think about getting Dave's message out
1: out of his mm-hmm. book, and this isn't particularly like innovative. But basically, the bit that struck in my head from when when he talked was when I can't remember if it was you or me asked, but what what's your vision for the future? Mm. And he was just like, just like to be able to ride my bike anywhere, Mm. you know, this, and he's then said through a network of good infrastructure. But I was thinking if that was just first thing in everybody's minds, which is just cycle first, if you can cycle first, that should be the first thing that you think about in every journey cycle first. And if you can't go buy something else, but Mm. but you should cycle first. Um, And, and then, because that would start to seep into legislation and infrastructure yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and. So that's going to be what I talk about now. If you can, cycle first.
0: I had another little revelation yesterday, lunchtime as well, in that we, we were on our way back to the ferry, just taking our time. It wasn't very far. but We were just kind of um, taking our time, looking about and having a nice time. And we stopped in a little town uh, for lunch and we just sat in the sort of shopping precinct, I guess it was actually, um having been and bought a bit of lunch in the supermarket. And, of course, all the way, all around, there were bikes because people had come and parked their bikes and were doing whatever they were doing. And a couple of things. Firstly, I realised if every one of these bikes was a car, what a different place it would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So little town close to where I live, uh, there's a massive, great big car park because um everyone drives there. Yeah. Uh, and it's always full. So that was one thing. The second thing I realised, well earlier on in the day, it, it had occurred to me that there were a lot more independent shops than we see here in the UK. And then it kind of clicked that if you make it easy for people to to ride their bike into the town, then they'll come and do their shopping in the town centre. In the little independent shops, but if it's easier to get in your car and drive to the big out-of-town retail place, then that's what you'll do. Yeah. And so what you had was you had town centres actually working, rather I than even kind of, of that. Di- yeah.
1: And the other thing as well, Tim, I just this hasn't even thought of me about, and I don't know if it's if it's true, true, not even true. I don't know if it's a thing, but I'm wondering if that means that people do smaller shops more often yeah therefore you get a greater variety of shops Mm -hmm. and businesses and 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 Mm -hmm. because i'm just i'm just going to pop down the road for you know tonight's tea or the week's dinner or whatever Mm. um as opposed to i'm going to go and do the big shop
0: yeah do you know what was also quite funny i'll give you one other observation that was uh that i had when i was there you know how here at home when you're out for a bike ride and you pass another cyclist coming the other way yeah you'll give them a little wave or a little smile or something like that Uh, so I found myself sort of smiling at other people coming, um, the other direction, but they were just ignoring me because like, (laughs) because it's as common to ride your bike as it is to walk. (laughs) And like, if you're walking down the street, you don't kind of like wave at the person who's walking, do you? No, that would be weird. Whereas like, um, for us here, the, the little wave is it's being friendly, but it's almost also like a little kind of moment of solidarity, isn't it?
1: Yeah it is, yeah.
0: And so I don't know, I wonder whether like our Dutch friends could start when they're walking from place to place, whether they could start doing that, just giving a little kind of wave saying,
1: Yeah, hi oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, my brain that's a great idea that you say yeah shout out to the dutch people you can start doing that and maybe you could like take a little video of you doing it and see yeah. what happens yeah and post it to our twitter page mm.
0: i'm very well aware that like i don't know i feel like i'm sort of idealizing netherlands a little bit and and again conscious that for folks over there it is just normal life but I don't know if I'm over-egging it or not. I think, but the contrast just feels so significant, and it does. It does feel like there are so many unseen positives. I don't know that we're missing out on.
1: That's your experience, isn't it? Yeah. Trying to trying to hear my brag. Go for it. I'm, I'm sort of not sure it is a brag, but um, I've I've had a few days off this week with with the. I tried to make an effort to take the kids out. Nice. Um. So went to Safari Park yesterday. Took him to work on Wednesday, which was amazing. <laughs> Tell you what, honestly, a six year old in, in in work is like a thing to behold. <laughs> he wandered into this place. What's your name? Um, what do you do? I'm oh, I'm the head of meta head of metaverse. <laughs> so he's he's having a chat to the head of Metaverse Technologies. What do you do? It's just brilliant. It really made it made my week. Um, I have to say. So like, yeah, I will definitely be booking more booking more time more time in the future and, and uh like slowing down a bit being a bit more present in the moment that's what i'm going to try and do next time i get the opportunity okay which i think does that lead us nicely onto our special guest
0: it does lead us very nicely on so we had the pleasure just a few moments ago to uh, chat to a very special guest do you want to tell us a little bit about who she is so we had the pleasure
1: of welcoming aisha crumbine onto the podcast um, and we had a pretty varied chat about all things. Quite quite a lot of cycling stuff, but a lot of non-cycling stuff. And as you'll hear, an amazing introduction from Michael Bott. So, should we play it now? Let's go for it. So, Aisha, welcome to the Taylor Swift Fan Club podcast. Great to see you.
2: Well, I am excited to... Hang out with you two today.
1: Thank you. Um, so we do we do a, a thing for every person that comes on the podcast is, I think I told you about this previously, but I've been trying to create an artificial intelligence version of myself called Michael Bot. So I've asked uh, him who you are, and this is what he said. Um, so it said, Aisha Crumbine is a personal leadership coach with a proven track record of helping people to achieve their personal and professional goals. She has worked with clients from all walks of life, including business leaders, entrepreneurs and professionals. Aisha is passionate about helping her clients to identify the unique strengths and talents and to use them to create the life that they love. So that's, that's what Michael Bott thinks. How accurate is it?
2: Michael Bott is spot on. And I'm glad we're recording this so that I can get the transcription and then upload that to my website. <laughs> Perfect.
1: So, so tell us a little bit more about about what you do and and why why you think I, I might we might be interested in talking to you and what you can t- help us in the context of life, love, everything, cycling.
2: If you ask me what I did, I would tell you my mission is to help people be blown away by their lives, right? And whether that's at home, at work, in their hobbies, just to wake up and be amazed that this is the life they live. Um, and I think that's a conversation everybody wants to have. Like, how do we get that? What does that look like? Is that really possible? So anytime I have the opportunity to talk about that, I'm all in.
1: I love that. So one of the things Tim and I talk about quite a lot is, uh, and we've gotten to this quicker than I thought, is we we always have, as as aging cyclists, let's just say that we're like middle-aged aging, we have this unusual relationship with the thing that we love, which is that we recognize that we're gradually getting worse in a narrow set of measures, which is getting faster. So we talk a lot about how do we broaden our feelings and our thoughts about being a cyclist. That's like our image. We are a cyclist. We're fast. How do we broaden that to have like a more happy, inclusive, exciting experience of cycling?
2: I mean, I think you nailed it. It's like, how do you redefine what a cyclist is like you get to define that right a cyclist doesn't mean that you are only fast like there's so much more to it than that right like there's the love of the sport there's the physicality of the sport there's the community of the sport like there's so many parts to everything and i think the thing that feels most restrictive to us is when we define our loves and our work by one thing.
0: Aisha, I I love what you said just then about um, wanting to help people be blown away by their lives. And I had a moment this morning, which I wonder if kind of just relates to that a little bit. Uh, I've just literally today got back um, from a couple of days away, cycling in the Netherlands. We got the, the ferry over, got the ferry back again and this is like my kind of perfect holiday idea really um and um i just had this moment of cycling back from the ferry this morning where i just thought i i i i really don't want to get old and die because i am loving this like yeah. Like why is this, this is such a shame that there's such a limited amount of time left because I want to kind of keep on doing this like for as long as I can because this is so brilliant. And I was just thinking I am loving life right now. And okay, I'm on holiday and it's hard not to love your life on holiday. Um but it was it was a little moment like that of just thinking hey life is great.
2: And if you I think the thing we sometimes miss is that sometimes you don't even get those moments. Yeah. Like we don't slow down enough to feel the wind on our face, mm-hmm. to look at where we are and just to be present in the experience. Mm-hmm. We get into our minds, like our minds pull us into how much longer do I have of this? Or, wow, my knees don't feel the way they used to when I used to do this. And that mm-hmm. pulls us out of the present moment. Yeah. And the the closer and the faster we can get to that moment, then we can experience that all the time.
0: Yeah, and you, you've said a couple of really important and interesting things there. The first, I think, was about slowing down, and 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 the second was about being present. Can you unpack those for us a little bit?
2: Oh man, um, I think I think we are doers by nature or maybe like we've been socially conditioned to be doers, to always be moving and progressing. Mm -hmm. And if you're, if you, everything is a blur when you're always going, Mm. right. But if you slow down and pay attention and just like look out of your eyes at what you see in the very moment, what's in front of you, not what you've lost, not what you've passed, not where you're going, just where you are in the moment, it is magnificent to be where you are, even in the craziest of times, right? Like Mm -hmm. you, you fall off your bike, you get road rash, or you like skin, like whatever the thing is, you are alive in that moment. Right. But when we get into the hurry, we lose that. And some of us are moving so fast and so much, we don't even know what it's like to slow down. And pay attention.
0: Yeah. It sounds very much like mindfulness, what you're, you're describing. Do you, put, do you talk about it in those terms?
2: Uh, I don't, probably because that's just not how it shows up in my brain. Sure. Right? Like, in my brain, it's just like, be still, yeah. which is the same thing. Mm. Um, but I have learned that, like, my mind sometimes wants to hurry. And so I call that my crazy brain. And as long as I can recognize and separate my crazy brain from like the moment, then I can be in the magnificence all the time.
1: Hello, wow, me too. So, did you when you said slow down, was that like deliberate or was it accidental? Because the reason why I phrase it like that is, what I said in my introduction was, oh, "I'm worried about slowing down," and you just said you should slow down.
2: It was all what was supposed to be said. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, and and it's something that we've talked about quite a lot. Is I it, you've seen this this bike, but I love my Brompton. And yes. the reason why I love my Brompton is part of the fact it's a lovely colour. You sit upright. It's actually quite slow. You have no option than to really pay attention to what's going around and looking over the hedges. Yeah. So so yeah, slowing down is actually might be a good thing, not a bad thing.
2: Well, and, and even in every, like, we could talk about, you know, slowing down at work and we could talk about slowing down in our relationships and we could talk about slowing down in parenting. There's, you make such better decisions in the slowness than you do in hurry, but everything around us feels like it's moving so much faster. We almost feel like we're missing out if we're not keeping up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I. I- I used to work uh, full-time as a teacher, and when I stopped doing that and moved into what felt like a more normal job, going to an office and um, sitting at a desk and so on, I remember the experience of, um, on my first day, feeling really quite agitated that, uh, that I wasn't going at 100%. I mm-hmm. arrived in the morning and colleagues said, Hey, do you want to come and um, sit down and have a coffee and a chat and we'll talk about mm-hmm. kind of your day and so on. And um and I was like, What well, should we should we not be like doing the work? And um and yeah, un- unfortunately, I think my I still really feel for my colleagues who are are teaching full-time because I think the way that that that, that job works, it, it's it's hard not to be. Going um yeah. full speed ahead the whole time, and i don't I don't think it's healthy. and but it was such yeah. a revelation that actually you don't have to do that all the
2: time. no. And I mean, I my kids are ten and twelve, and i my son has an aversion to being herded, right? Mm. Like its ultimately that's what we were doing to kids in 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 schools is we ring a bell or we sound the chime and we move them from one place to the next. and we are built with an internal like code. Like we are autonomous beings, right. And school kind of conditions that out of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So it makes sense that, that it feels uncomfortable, right. Like the pace feels uncomfortable for us. And then we go into jobs and in some cases, Replicate that mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. some cases people are in jobs where it's do this, do this, look at your schedule. It's back to back to back. And if you're not scheduled out this way, are you really being productive versus I am most productive when I am slow enough to think clearly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Right. But that's not, that's, we don't, we haven't valued that as a society as much. Like we valued the quick thinking. Mm. And quick thinking makes for rushed decisions,
1: mm-hmm. right? So, so where do you start? When this must be something that you you hear people talk about all the time, being being rushed, being approaching burnout. But where do you get people to start thinking how they slow down? Because that must feel impossible when you say slow down to a busy person. It must feel impossible.
2: Yeah, I think the the question I ask is what what is making you feel like you can't slow down, right? Like some people have bought into this belief that if I'm not productive, like they've tied their value and their worth to their productivity. Mm. And so if I'm not productive, am I really contributing what I have to contribute? So then the source of their burnout isn't what's out here, it's the way that you think about your value, right? So some people are people-pleasing and that's the thing. Like people-pleasing is, I don't think I, I have earned the right to say no or I'm trying to prove my value by saying yes. And so I'm gonna overextend myself to try and validate who I am and what I bring. And that comes from a place of not seeing yourself as sovereign, Sure. Right. So the first part is really unpacking why you say yes. What is the thing that lends yourself to burnout? Is it over saying yes? Is it proving your worth? Is it overperforming because you're not sure of the value you add? It's really diagnosing what's at the root of it first and addressing that. And that requires people to kind of like stop and do the inner work, right? Which yeah. what's like personal leadership coaching, it's not, it's not like we could talk about changing the number of hours you work. We could talk about taking things off of your plate and you will still be on the brink of burnout because it's an inside job and you've got yeah. to address that first.
1: And it's funny, something Tim and I have talked about previously is I've had um, um, exercise burnout once a year basically my whole life essentially because i've gone too hard for too long Mm -hmm. but recently um and we were saying in a previous pod that i was dead last at a race and i realized the reason why i was upset about that was because it's like when i turn up in my head everyone goes oh here's here's michael the fast cyclist and of course they don't think that at all they go here's michael it's me that thinks that Mm -hmm. um but it's it's hard to remind yourself of that that it doesn't really matter. Sh- showing up and enjoying yourself is the thing that really matters. It's the yeah. thing that really matters,
2: yeah. it's like how how close can you be to accepting what is, right? like if that if that's the bar, what is is what is meant that's that's the absolute. And if you struggle with accepting that because you are thinking about what is supposed to be or what others think is supposed to be or what others think about the moment. You are farther away from being present to what is. Stress, drama, judgment, weight, frustration, anxiety, overperforming, all the things. It's like... Okay, I'm, I, I ran track, right? So I'm like athlete in my mind. I get it. I didn't do cycling, but I get it. Your body has a capacity to go at a certain rate in any given moment. If you do more than what your body is capable of in that moment, you run the risk of being injured, right? If you underperform, then you don't grow. Like you don't get better at your at your your event or your skill it's the same way with life like we sometimes go through life or go through work not honoring what our body is capable of what our mind is capable of what we are capable of in that moment and we are pushing ourselves and injuring ourselves all the time
1: Mm -hmm. so you just said something that, that again has made me think that it's slightly different to the way that i think so so i think in order to grow cycling context just which is probably a metaphor for life but that's kind of why we're here is i have to go a little bit more than i'm capable of but i think what you said is no going a little bit more is what you're capable of Mm -hmm. and that's that's
2: that's where you are that's that's where you are and the moment you can't do more than that that's where you stop but we don't look at it that way we we say oh i'm I'm not able to go as fast as I was, insert judgment. Yeah. And that when the judgment happens, then we push harder because we're trying to prove to ourselves that we can do it. And then we open ourselves up for injury.
0: I think it's kind of an enneagram th- three thing going on here. We spoke about the enneagram a little while ago, <laughs> um, and um, and I think I'm um, neither of us are threes, but I think that the three energy is uh, is someone who finds their value in uh, in being validated by success, and that there's a real kind of crisis if there's um, if they're unable to to be successful Change. in relation to other people. Yeah. And. Um, I guess that will vary for different people. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'd probably say everybody wants to be seen. Right. Mm -hmm. And if the way that we've been acknowledging people is based on what they produce, then of course they correlate the two.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense.
2: Um. We don't we don't celebrate people and you know, oh, you came in last in this race, but you were on the track. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What was your experience like? Mm-hmm. Like what perspective did you get being in the position that you were in? Like we don't ask those questions. We don't even mm-hmm. we don't pay any attention mm-hmm. to those who come for a fifth, sixth on the track, right? And that's a miss.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because I guess we we all miss learning something.
2: The entire journey. Like even yeah. if you come in dead last, tell me about that experience. Yeah. How is it different?
1: Yeah. And that's a, the other, you've just said something else, which is the other theme that's been running through what we've been talking about in general, which is, of course, cycling is, is a sport, but it's not really. It's a means of transport. And if you accept it's a means of transport, then it's all about journeys like and what are the key parts of your journey it's not just going the short the the shortest duration or the fastest it's like journey means something
2: it's going it's like like that's it right the journey is it's like this conversation is part of the journey it's like a little sliver right and if I'm present to it then I get to enjoy it fully. And it doesn't matter. Like this could be your least listened to podcast of all your podcasts. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is like this moment that we're having this conversation and that we're present to it.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the holiday that I was talking about before uh, that I've just come off today. And um, we, we cycled a little way in, in Holland, um, not very far. Um and, we we just rolled along really slowly and had such a nice time as a as a result it was it wasn't about exercise it wasn't about um trying to go fast and actually um if we'd gone really fast to get to our destination it would have spoiled it because actually the whole um the whole enjoyment was about being somewhere new and uh seeing new things and being in that space that was was different and um unpleasurable yeah
1: did you have any of those little
0: waffles do you know what i didn't know should have done shouldn't i
1: i always think that that you know when you get told that those little waffles go in your hot drink i issue have you got any idea what we're talking about
2: i have no idea
1: <laughs> i'm going to mispronounce this but in in the netherlands um they have these things called stroopwafels that's, awesome. going to be that's really what good. i would say waffles, And they're basically like a waffle, but they've got a caramel filling inside. Mm. And I thought, mmm, delicious. So I ate them. And then somebody <laughs> said, you're supposed to put those on your mug. And it like warms and melts the caramel. And then you get like this hot, tasty snack. So the Dutch not only have nailed like uh, transport. I think they've probably got good good biscuits as well. They're leading the way with... Coffee-related snack. That snacks. sounds
2: delightful. <laughs> it, put, it kind of puts my... I dropped a scoop of ice cream into my coffee yesterday because Ooh. I thought, why not? Like, it's like sugary, creamy. Why not? That sounds like... It was delightful.
0: This is, is going to be flavor. a
2: thing. What flavor did I do? Yeah. Yesterday, I just did vanilla. But now that, I, now that I've tried it and it was delicious... I'm going to try all different kinds of flavors because why not chocolate? Why not like a nut ice cream? Like something like with like a buttery nut, like a buttery pecan.
0: In a year's time, there's gonna be a whole chain of places with <laughs>
2: <laughs> coffee it just, with
0: ice cream it, at the top. It
2: just makes sense, right? Like it's almost like the the float, like the ice cream float. Yeah. But with coffee. But
1: with coffee. I, I've just got an idea. Are you ready for my idea? This Can might you- this could be the Taylor Swift. This could be the idea that makes our fortune. It means we can do this full time, Tim. What if you put coffee ice cream in your hot water?
0: That sounds disgusting.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> it's instant coffee.
2: But you know, I think part of what uh, what appealed to me about the ice cream is that it's like cheating. right? Yeah. Like you put yeah, coffee yeah. and ice cream. Like ice cream is dessert. It is... <laughs> it is a treat and so it's like treat stacking i
1: love that so so aisha thank you so much for coming to talk to us it's been it's been like a really nice different perspective and if i can give a bit of a summary of what you've i think you've said is uh slow down uh, be present accept what is and put ice cream in your coffee
2: i think you nailed it you nailed it
0: Thank you so much. If you do all those things, then you'll be blown away by your life.
2: (laughs) Ta-da!
1: So, Tim, what do you think? What, What can we pick apart from that chat?
0: Oh, that was lovely, wasn't it? That was so good to talk to her. And I think what I really like is that she kind of reaffirmed a few things that that I've been thinking a lot about recently anyway, but she just phrased things in slightly different ways, which is always helpful. And the importance of slowing down, the importance of being present, the reminder that it should sound obvious, but the reminder that our value does not consist in, in winning and being the best and or however we define that, whether that's in sporting terms or professional terms or whatever it is. And that that reminder that actually all we have is this moment. Yeah. And I think that when we spoke to uh, the Bishop of Worcester back at the beginning of this season, uh, he made a similar point that the past is gone, the future is a foreign country, all that we have is now. And I think that we're quite lucky as people who ride bikes in that that activity lends itself so well a lot of the time to being in the present moment. If we do it in the right way. Yeah.
1: I, I I was really struck by a couple of things. So first thing, obviously you're right to draw the same comparison around it being a journey. That was like a real key component of it. Life's a journey, but um, me me, hearing the first time saying us thinking slowing down is a bad thing and her saying slowing down is a necessary thing that's like it's really profound and the reason why I say it's really profound is you know we've been talking for some time about what sort of measures should we have to try and like be present and enjoy where we are and where we are in our cycling life but there's only one message slow down and Accept what is.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now and that if, doesn't mean that you can't do the competitive stuff. Completely. It absolutely doesn't mean that, and actually, uh, that's to misunderstand the value of being present. But I think that the point is, is that if we only ever define our success in terms of what we imagine we could be, then we're doing it wrong. Completely. And
1: if, if what you if you if you see losing as a bad
0: thing, mm. yeah, 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 it's not it's not a bad thing. It's just what is. It's just a thing. Yeah, I've been thinking about the idea that that there's always a temptation to say, well, if if only I can, in my life, in my well-being, if only I learn how to um, to get better at at perhaps meditating or get better at. Um, uh, if I read this book, if I go on this course, I go on this retreat, if I whatever, if I just do those things, then I'll find fulfilment, then I'll find satisfaction. But actually, I don't know, there's a line in The the Matrix where Morpheus says um, something like, stop trying to hit me and just hit me. That's <laughs> where they're having that mock-up fight thing. Yeah. And it's about stopping trying, but just be, just do. And, and if we do the same you can do the same in a competitive race environment stop trying to be that amazing racing cyclist just be it just be your really good self yeah so you talked about like um, that perception in your mind that you that you turn up to cyclocross and you're Michael the really fast cycling uh, cyclocross racer but stop trying to be the one that you think you are just be the one that you are it's funny though because a couple of things that
1: My my coach used to say to me all the time when I had a coach, he he used to say, you're thinking too much. He said, but Mm. by the time you've thought about it, it's already too late. Mm. You just have to do what feels right. And it doesn't matter if it's right or not. You have to do what feels Mm. right, Um, which is like really profound. And the other thing is something that we've talked about quite a lot, which is this comparison effect. Which nobody has ever ha- compare themselves with something really proximate, rather than going, Do you know, things were terrible in seventeen hundred and fifty. They're much better now. Nobody ever does that, right. and it's good to remember that as well. That you you have a natural tendency to compare. Yeah. Have you got a joke to finish this off? By the way. Um, yeah. Good. Anyway, should, should we go, could,
0: try and rejoin what we're talking about? Yeah. Um, we have that tendency, don't we, to compare ourselves, to always be looking at the data. It reminds me actually of um, someone I used to know uh, when I was at school. She was obsessed with counting numbers. I wonder what she's up to now. I, I don't know. That, that was the joke.
1: They are the best jokes. They are the best jokes. Oh, blimey, Tim! I've got no comeback. You know how normally I have a joke. I just, I've got nothing. I'm out. (laughs) Well, this has been fun. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? Fun and a little bit different. Yeah. Be interesting to see what people think of
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. How, How are the legs on the having shared the shared the work on the tandem trike? They feel pretty good, actually. I think it's. Because you can either try
1: and go twice as fast, or you can go half as slow. Does that make yes, sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. and I feel like we've got somewhere in between. So it's been it's been really nice. Been good. Yeah. All right. All right. See you soon. See you soon. Bye.
0: Bye.